the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. This is how Jesus concludes his parable. You know, God gives people mission to accomplish on earth. And at times, that mission is something that is rejected by those who are close to those particular people. They oppose that person. And they find all kinds of ways to implicate that person. But at times, God in own wisdom fulfills that using the negative instruments in the life of those people called to mission. Today we heard the story of Joseph. I believe when the father called him, your brothers are in the field, I'm sending you to them. This little boy was so happy and filled with joy that at last he is also getting the opportunity to visit his brothers in the field. You know, when you are always kept at home with mom or dad, you are looking for the opportunity, you know, to go out. Why can't I go like them? So I believe that was a nice occasion for Joseph, but unfortunately, that was the occasion that led him into the trap of his brethren. As soon as they saw him came, coming, they plotted against him. There come the master dreamer, the man of multiple uh, coat of, of, of coat of multiple colors. Let us kill him and see what will happen to him. So although he's going to his brethren with joy, with open-mindedness, the brothers had hatched a plan to eliminate him because he's the man of dreams. He's the one who thinks he can superimpose himself on the brethren. But they went to Egypt worshiping Joseph, and that dream came to fruition and reality because they sold him. Their wickedness, their evil plot against him was what brought about the fulfillment. So in chapter 50 of Genesis, verse 19 and 20, Joseph says, I am in God's place. I am a mere man like you. You wanted evil for me, but the Lord wanted good so that I could be used as an instrument to save the lives of many. But one thing we should not forget was that even in the evil plot of the brethren, his being sold into slavery, which made him as good as nothing, his temptation by the wife of Potiphar, his being thrown into jail, are all negative circumstances in the history of that young lad. But he never lo lost his vision of God. He never lost his identity. 
And the Lord continued to use him as an instrument to take care of his own brethren and other people who were suffering from famine. The Lord honored him, although the instruments used were negative. In the gospel, Jesus brings out a parable about an absentee landlord and wicked tenant. The man had given them the vineyard equipped with everything they needed. He had put a hedge around the vineyard, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower and lease to tenants and went on a journey. So during vintage time, he expected to get his share of the proceeds. He's not going to take everything from them. He just wanted his share. What was rightfully due him. Legitimately. But these wicked tenants rather seized the servant, stoned some of them, beat some of them, killed others. The landlord was still patient. He sent another group of servants. They did likewise to them. Yet his forbearance did not run out. He sent his own son. The only son. He said they will respect my son but they did the worst to him. Dragged him out of the vineyard and killed him. It's about the story of Jesus. In chapter 5 of the prophet Isaiah, Israel is seen as a vineyard of the Lord. The leaders, the Pharisees, they understood the story was about them because they were the tenants put in charge of the vineyard of the Lord. But when the landlord God seeking fruit from that vineyard, nothing was given to him. But even in his forbearance, the people thought that he's going to destroy them and lease the, 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 the vineyard to another tenant who will be faithful and honest to him. But then what did Jesus say? The kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to people that will produce fruit. He did not talk about killing those tenants. So the forbearance of God is so great. In the season of Lent, although we might have resisted the Lord, although we might have lived a life of wickedness and dishonesty, even though we might have turned away from the Lord, his forbearance is so great and he still gives us the opportunity to make amends. He's still calling us to come to him. He still wants a change of heart in us. Are we bearing the fruit that is desirable to the Lord? We are just in the second week of Lent. We still have time. We can still avail ourselves to be pruned, to be manured, to be nurtured, probably to be repollinated with the grain of love 
so that we can produce the quality fruit that the Lord expects of us. May his Holy Spirit help us, strengthen us, transform us, so that we would be the desirable vineyard and tenants of the Lord. Amen.